Hey there, lovely listener. Welcome to the Confidence Connection Podcast, your cozy corner for faith-powered confidence chats that are down-to-earth as your favorite pair of jeans. I'm Ashley Henriot, your go-to conversation partner for this fun, faith-filled journey. Now, we're not here for the holier-than-thou vibes, but to keep it real and relatable. Life's already a bit too serious, right? So why not sprinkle in some humor and some practical faith wisdom? I'm so excited that you chose to listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you listen so you never miss an episode and you get to hang out with your girl every Tuesday. I want to personally invite you to our inner circle, a gathering of bold women ready to bring Jesus into their businesses their homes, and relationships. It's more than a community. It's a confidence revolution. Just swing by ashleyhenryout.com to grab your spot. I'm saving you a seat. Welcome back. I'm Ashley Henriot, your host of the Confidence Connection podcast. Welcome. Happy. It is Tuesday, and I am genuinely so excited to be back on the podcast. I love doing podcasts. Do I love the work that goes into setting up for podcasts? Not really. I really don't. I wish I could just come sit down and record and have fun. Like when I make TikToks or Reels, it's fun. Sometimes I can get off track and make it not so fun. And I know for me, when I practice (laughs) self-awareness, it's because it becomes about perfectionism and making everything perfect. But I think we are all in a society where that is not okay anymore. We're not perfect here, okay? We're not happy, joy, go lucky, positive here. We are practical and that is what we will continue to be. We will continue to be practical because it does not matter our circumstances. It actually doesn't even matter anything about us to be confident. It is all about your connection to Christ. He's the one that called you. And we should all honestly be trying to discover our calling and what God specifically designed for us. How does he connect us all together in community, a healthy community? How does he connect us to him? How does he connect us to our calling? That's my mission for you. That's my mission for you every day. That's my prayer for you every day because it is so vital. And I have been where you are and I had no idea what God wanted me to do until I just said yes. And in a practical way, that was like, basically, okay, I'm not in control. I'll just be with my family and sit on the couch and watch Luigi's Haunted Mansion and make a website at the risk that it's crappy and make a video at the risk that I messed it up and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep sitting down and keep showing up until it is clear, until it is clear. What are we talking about today? I was talking to this friend and she told me that one of her old pastors told her, it was a client actually that told me this. And she said, a church that she used to go to, the pastor said that self-care is bad and that it's a sin. And I was like, maybe she meant something else by that because the definition of self-care biblically is if we go to anything, we go to the Bible verse about how God says, for you to love your neighbor, you need to love yourself. Love your neighbor and your God as you love yourself. If you are not loving yourself, which is taking care of yourself, self-care, how are you going to help care for others? 
You can't. It has to start with you. It's like being on an airplane. The instructions are to give yourself oxygen before you can give it to anyone else. You are useless. Are you giving yourself oxygen today? And what the heck does that have to do with confidence? Let's talk about it. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I am a, I'm, I'm, I'm a crime junkie, okay? I am a weirdo. I love it. It calms me down. I don't know why women are like that. But basically, I love coding. I love to play games where there's mystery and you find things out. And so I really found that in learning, this was like a mystery of confidence and self-love. And I want to dive into the topic of self-care. What does that mean biblically? Because it really means a lot to me. It's it's to my heart because I was one of those that strived to be who I thought God wanted me to be when really all he wanted me to do was rest in him. <clears throat> and so, listen, when we understand self-care beyond the surface, we can have peace. The first point I want you to know is self-care can often seem indulgence. And what I mean by that is it's very surface, it's very take a bath, light a candle, but it's actually more profound than that. There's layers to self-care. There are layers to self-care. From the physical aspect of self-care to the soul-nurturing aspect of self-care, and even the mind aspect of self-care. God says to love your God with all of your heart, mind, and body. And we have three elements of self-care we have to care for. Our mind, our body, and our hearts, our souls. Four, sorry, four elements in our souls. And so how do we share in connecting God about caring for ourselves without seeming selfish. I've talked about it before on this podcast, and I recommend you go back and listen to it. But postpartum depression, that diagnosis was a part of my deliverance because it really forced me to take care of myself. It forced me to realize that I actually wasn't in control of my body. I wasn't in control of my mind and it was hurting me because I was trying to control it. I thought that self-care was productivity. I thought that self-care was success. And honestly, I thought serving was saying yes all the time to the people that mattered the most in the church. And I almost killed myself for it. I almost burnt out. And I learned in my postpartum depression journey to give myself grace. I learned that I was so willing to give everyone else this grace and love, but never myself. And it caused me like very surface relationships that never lasted. I didn't know how to let people be there for me. I didn't even know how to be there for myself. But with that diagnosis, I truly learned how to love me, how to choose me how to say no, how to sit with God. I learned that in nourishing my soul wasn't striving at all. And that was serving by being with my God. And so self-care is not selfish, not the way we think. It's a sacred act of self-love, an essential ingredient to the recipe of unshakable confidence. 
In saying yes to yourself, you're saying yes to God. In saying no for yourself, you're saying no for God. For God. Because He lives within you. So what is the connection? We know that self-care is important. We know that in choosing ourselves, we're choosing Christ. By choosing to love us, we're loving Christ, what he created. But what is the connection between the mind and the body and the soul with self-care? Our bodies and minds are very beautiful. They're intertwined. That's why we're called human beings. We are human. There's humans aspects of us, and then there's a being aspect. And I talked about this literally the other day and the inner circle. Uh, And I was coaching these women to understanding what the real definition of wellness was and how it is tied into our worth and how we have to be careful to never fall into the lie of what we think that looks like. And it really was the inspiration of this episode because when we understand that our bodies, our human beings are intertwined, then with the connection of self-care, with the connection of self-care, we learn that breathing is essential to it. Like I've said this to you before about Yahweh. Did you know that God's name, the correct way to say Yaha, I can't do it, but the Greek theological real word of God's name is Yah. And did you know Yahweh? We call him Yahweh. Did you know that his name means breath of life? And when we say it correctly, it sounds like breathing. It's beautiful. Go look it up. I'm probably not saying it right. But breathing, affirmations, being kind to yourself in word, in thought, in physical activity, creating an approach with holistic, practical rituals, is confidence building by constantly choosing yourself every day. And that means maybe instead of working with Marissa in the afternoon, you realize that's not really that important to do every day. So you take two days a week to go and breathe and talk to God in the afternoon. Go to your favorite walking spot in the afternoon work your body, but also you're connecting in Christ in that way. You're intertwining all of it. And then understanding that this needs to become a daily ritual. Self-care is not selfish. There is a connection with your soul, with all four parts of being a human being. And it needs to become something you do habitually, not just every once in a while and not just on Mother's Day or Father's Day or wherever. Consistency is key to confidence. You need to be consistent in your self-care. And I'm preaching to myself today. And we need to incorporate self-care into our daily lives, our daily routines, even amidst the chaos, okay? Let's say you just take a few minutes in your morning before the kids get up. Or if they do get up, because some kids get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. I get it. Okay, I have four. You you can't tell me, homie, you're preaching to the choir. But okay, they get up before you. Let's be realistic. You grab your cup of coffee and you tell your kids, hey, I know you're up. Grab your tablets, turn on your TV. Mom needs 10 minutes. 
Do not ask me for something to eat until this time. Do not come in here until this time. My two older sons wake me up with my alarm at six o'clock in the morning with coffee on my nightstand. They serve me. I'm teaching them to serve, but also they respect my time and they have a checklist of how they do and add in their devotional time and how they go for walks with their dog. We as parents also need to teach our children that self-care is vital. We don't need to example to our children that we need to starve and burn out, that we need to teach them that it's important to be loved and cared for and serve and to allow ourselves to also be served. Serving is a part of self-care, not striving, not hustling, okay? Maybe your morning routine is giving your kids, I'm going to make my coffee. I'm going to take 10 minutes to pray. I will come get you when I'm ready. Here is your movie. Maybe it's your nighttime routine. Maybe it's not the morning time. And you're like, you know what? It is movie time. This is my time. You're fed. You're bathed. You did your homework. You stay in your space. Mom's going to take her space. So you can still get that early bedtime. You don't have to be hustle hard. Like I need to get up at four o'clock in the morning. If you want to get up at four o'clock in the morning, get up at four o'clock in the morning. There's nothing against that. But if you don't, then don't work your self-care routines into your circumstances, into your chaos. I know you're loving today's episode. Before we jump back in, let's get real about something any of us face. Do those nagging self-doubts, imposter syndrome, the fear of rejection ever hold you back from being bold in your business, in your relationships, in the world, especially when you're aiming to align with your mission for Jesus? Well, here's the scoop. My Confidence Connection two-day virtual workshop is your compass to navigate those challenges. We're rolling up our sleeves to tackle imposter syndrome head on, kick the fear of rejection to the curb, empower you boldly to align your business with your mission for Christ. And we're not stopping there. In this workshop, I'll equip you with practical strategies, silence those confidence killers. You'll walk away with actionable steps to conquer self-doubt, slay imposter syndrome, confidently shine your light for Jesus in your business and ultimately in your life. And the exciting part, you could snag a bundle of confidence boosting goodies, like my confidence code quiz, my ebook, five days to a more confident you, a coffee on me, or a few, and a sweet discount code for our inner circle and even more surprises. Don't wait another second. Visit ashleyhenriot.com workshop right now to secure your spot. Let's conquer those confidence killers and the challenges. Line your business with your mission and boldly shine your light for Jesus with practical strategies in hand. I'll even link it in the show notes for you. So don't forget to check that out after this episode. Creating flexibility, but also consistency that works for you. Remember, consistency is key. And then... In doing these things practically, we need to protect the inner dialogue in between. Okay, what do I mean by that? Self-care and inner dialogue. How is that 
what are you talking about, Ashley? Our inner dialogue, which I for years had a negative inner dialogue. For years, I could not celebrate myself. I could not be okay with any type of achievement. I always thought I got to get to the next level. I got to get to the next level. And it really stole so much confidence from me because I wasn't celebrating. Celebrating is a part of self-care and confidence building. And when we learned to transform our inner dialogue, and we're going to do a self-care exercise here in a minute, you guys are going to uncover the pattern of self-talk, the power, the death, and the tongue of it, and that when we replace the death aspects of inner dialogue, we make it positive more than negative. It is actually part of our self-care and self-love building, okay? It's not just, that's not self-love. No, we're talking deeper level. We're talking layers. When we change our inner dialogue, that is a part of self-love. That is not selfish. See, we just have wrong definitions of what these things are that we need to redefine. And so things like for me, when I would reach a certain amount of followers, I had a business manager and or a business coach and she would be like, Ashley, you just reached this. And I would be like, yeah, it's okay. And I thought it was selfish to celebrate any milestone of growth or getting somewhere, I actually thought it was selfish and it wasn't okay to celebrate. But what I didn't realize is that I was taking away from what God was doing and that he was celebrating these moments. Why wasn't I? I would do this for someone else. Why wasn't I doing this for myself? Why was this all of a sudden wrong for me and not wrong for anyone else? It's because I had a negative inner dialogue. So when I started to notice and become aware that that was unbiblical and it was a lie, I started to be like, that's amazing. I'm so grateful for where I'm at. I can't believe we grow. Thank you, Jesus. I just love what you're doing here. And it gives you not only inner dialogue, but you are celebrating yourself and you're creating an atmosphere of gratitude, which we've talked about before. There's so much fruit in that. That is the righteousness of Christ. These things are the righteousness. These things are what brings the fruit. These simple steps that the world has overcomplicated and so has religion. But we know in the confidence connection, we are not about religion. We are about what? Relationship. And so with that being said in relationship, what does community have to do with self-care and confidence? (laughs) Your confidence is actually not about you. I've said this zillions of times, but it's how you present yourself into a world of darkness that needs to see the light of Christ. And they find that in your confidence and you being bold and you standing up unapologetically authentic, authentic, authentically yourself. And so how do you nurture your inner world to become the example for the outer world? Self-care is the key that unlocks that. It's the door of unwavering confidence that when the world is the world, you are standing where God called you wavered, unmoved. And so I want you to know that with connection and community, we need to share our self-care journeys. It is not just for you. That's when it becomes selfish. We're not shutting people out. We're just shifting, right? 
And so we just need to be not gentle just with others around us, but gentle with ourselves. We need to reach within our communities, whether that's one friend or 10, and learn to move in sharing what you're going to do for yourself, holding yourself accountable to the love, because you don't know that in sharing that, hey, I'm going to love myself this season, how much you inspired because you stepped out in boldness to say that they're going to do that too. It took one person. And when we press into our community and we open up what we're going to do and we openly celebrate what we're going to do, we're connecting an accountability partner who may also want to do the same thing. And here's the thing, you're filtering out the ones that didn't aren't really for you. If Anyways, if they think that's selfish, they're not for you, which gives you another opportunity to choose self because you're choosing God. That's not an example of righteousness or fruit because we celebrate one another. Amen. Amen. So I had to filter out a lot of people, a lot of people to find this profound truth of self-love of this community. I had to not settle in serving and and caring for myself and in choosing this decision to do this and to change my inner dialogue and to walk in this self-care aspect of what is biblical and learning to embrace who I was, I lost a lot of relationships along the way. I lost a lot of people that normally I wasn't choosing God within myself. I was choosing God within them and saying no to the things that I thought were for me because they didn't think I should do them. And I had based so much on these people that when I finally was like, you know what, this is not feeding my soul. It's not bringing me value. It's making things more confusing and it is not connecting me to Christ. And when I became aware of these things, did it bring a lot of hurt? Yeah, it did. I had to let go of people that I wanted to bring with me, but you can outgrow someone. And if somebody can't see your growth nor embrace it or accept it, you're never truly going to learn to love yourself. You have to get around the right people that also want to love you and celebrate you and lift you up and connect you to your calling. And those people are real. They're far in between, but they are real and they are worth it. And at my age, if you have one of those people, you truly are blessed. You don't need tens of thousands of followers to feel validated. That's not real life. You just need one. One, okay? Here's what I want you to take with you today in regard of self-love. Again, if this was for you, pull over right now, stop what you're doing, leave a review as I tell you this, okay? I want to hear what you have to say so we can talk about it. We could share it on social media, all the things. Don't forget to tag Ashley.Henriot in it or Ashley Henriot on TikTok or wherever you are. Um, But remember that confidence is not just about how you present yourself, It's about how you nurture yourself. If you found value in this discussion and you're leaving today with a heart full of self-love, knowing the real truth behind that and how it is connected to your confidence and you're embracing this journey, you're practicing all these exercises, you're changing your inner dialogue, remember your confidence will shine from within. That's why inner will bring out outer. I love you guys. Don't forget to leave a review if this was helpful for you. Did you love that? I will see you next Tuesday.
and we will be talking to the little be on the lookout that we will be talking about confrontation and how it is vital to confidence that God will put you through seasons of confrontation to connect you to your calling and understanding that confrontation can be healthy and you don't have to cancel someone to do. So we're gonna talk about that. So be ready. It's going to be good. Okay. I love you guys. Bye. As we wrap up another heart to heart episode, the confidence connection podcast. Remember your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love, subscribe and leave a review. It's like a virtual high five. It helps us keep these conversations as down to earth and as relatable as your morning coffee. And speaking of practical strategies, conquering confidence killers, consider joining us at our Confidence Connection Workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident, crushing doubts, slay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Till our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life.